You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But, uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But, uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It's IBJ Impact. And we have here Mr. Matt Michaels, Sin City, Steve, and once again, hanging out with us, Rob Boscomedy Bosseleri. And uh, welcome, everyone, to uh, Wrestling Talk. It's good to uh, be back after uh, just um, taking a weekend off. I use my PTO. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, Did you wear the slippers on the deck was the question. Not on the deck, in my room for sure. Yes. All right. So where did you go? You went on a cruise, yeah? Yes, 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 yes. No wrestling talk there, I bet. <laughs> well, there all. was some wrestling going on, I'm sure. Which was Yo, hello. Stop. Wait, hold on. Now I got to change, get my effects ready because apparently I wasn't ready for you to. <laughs> you have a delay button? Yeah, here we go. Keith Lee and Wendy Chu. Shame. <laughs> there we go. All right. Anyways, uh, welcome everybody to uh, Wrestling Talk and um, make sure you please put all your comments in the box of YouTube, Facebook, Live, or Twitch, and we'll try to get it in as we see fit all right so with that uh let's get right into it let's start with oh too sweet for the week all right sensity steve man what was the highlights for you this week all right, man. So Brian Danielson and Swerve Strickland kicked off the in-ring action on Tuesday this week. And, uh, you know, they went out and they had an absolute banger of a match. This is a big surprise, I know. But uh, anyway, Danielson did pick up the win in about 16 minutes uh, after the Basaiku knee. Um, there were some antics at the end of the match uh, with Prince, uh, Prince Nana and, uh, and Hangman. And Swerve uh, tried to use Nana's crown. Hangman just yoinked it out of his hands. The whole thing gets, you know, messed up. The knee strike, game over. Um, the finish does protect Swerve Strickland, as it should. If he had to lose that match, then at least there's some sort of solace out of that match um, based on the ending. Uh, elsewhere, that set up Brian Danielson versus Christian Cage on collision. Those dudes went out and had a fantastic match to close out collision. Seriously, Brian Danielson, despite the arm injury, is firing on all cylinders. Um, so, so damn good. We all knew it. We've known it for years. Uh, this was a 25-minute match itself. Uh, Christian did... Nice. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Christian picked up the win. Uh, Big Bill made his way to ringside, hit Danielson with the title belt, and uh, that was it. But, uh, you know, not that anyone actually gives a fuck about talking about any of the matches or anything that happened this week, because, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of uh, tribalism and pettiness and fucking bullshit. And, uh, you know, that's just that's that's how it goes. Uh, Jay White, Hangman Page had a good match um, on on Dynamite as well. Again, not that anyone gives a fuck, but uh, yeah, have fun. All right, let me go over to you. Uh, oh, Rob, I'll let you go. You got two minutes, man. Let's see. What all right. Uh, first Highlights. of all, my tooth yeah. sweet for the week is neither of those brands. I want to talk about Impact Wrestling. There was a banger of a match between, uh, and I just said it before, and I, I blanked out, Frankie Kazarian and Eddie Edwards. And they had a three falls match that was very unique. It had to be first fall, pinfall, second fall was submission, third fall had to be a 10 count. And it was an amazing match. There were great spots. Uh, Kazarian came from behind. He got chopped so many times in the chest uh, that, he, that he was busted open uh, just from getting chopped over and over and over again by Eddie Edwards. And uh, Kazarian wins and gets a 10 count on a reverse pile driver through a table. He also speared Eddie Edwards' wife, Alicia Edwards, through a table. So that was a great just come out of nowhere match. I wasn't expecting. I just turned it on and I was happy. Um, don't expect much AEW love for me this week. Uh, you've got three pissed off bold assholes. <laughs> what a schmuck. Um, but we had Jade Cargill. And what did I say? Do not throw her ass on NXT and waste her with that schmuck brand. Put uh, her right to the top. Don't uh, put her with the little kids. Okay, yeah. and what do they do? They introduce her to Charlotte Flair. Those mm. two women are eye to eye, and she goes, "Oh, I'd like to introduce you to Jade." Boom, beautiful, right to the cunty vibes. Love it. We're gonna get a feud right out the gate. Perfect. And then they put out there a new GM, which was basically a demotion for the other guy. But whatever, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and nobody knew who the hell Nick. Aldis was. It was like, oh, I'm Nick Aldis. And I'm like, Magnus! No response. Still good. Okay. But it was good. Gotcha. Wow. Well, Mr. Matt Michaels, how about you? What was your highlights for the week? Uh, well, we uh, have to look at uh, the Cena, Roman Reigns, LA Knight opening and uh, LA Knight versus Solo on SmackDown. Uh, just some really good stuff uh, incorporating LA Knight into uh, what is the, you know, the big picture here. Um, oh, he's not going to get pushed. They're misusing him. Blah, fucking blah. Okay. Um, and then you had uh, Cody and Roman have a nice little stare down. And this is the first time they've seen each other since Mania. Mm -hmm. So we can, you know, see that it's still there. Uh, that whole segment with Triple H and Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce and Dominic and KO, uh, that worked beautifully, including Triple H uh, saying to Dom that, you know, I thought that they pumped in these boos, but man, being in here, this is real. <laughs> I like that line too. Yeah. Yeah. Because WWE wow. doesn't pump in sound effects at all. 
Not at all. <laughs> Never. And and that was the sarcasm right. about they, you know, come on, what the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah, and AEW doesn't. So come on, whatever. Where did that even fucking come from? Like what? the fact that AEW does it as well? Everybody fucking does it, dude. Yeah. So but that's WWE the point is, of like, the joke. Ridiculous. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sometimes their sound effects don't match up with what the people are doing. They'll do booze, and then the audience will just be like this. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. That's how we know it's fucking fake, Rob. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh. I, you know what? I'm just going to fucking start talking during your shit, dude. All right. Cool. Well, he did, That's so. all good. I yield That's 20 it. seconds back. Fuck it. Fuck it. Whatever. Go. Next. Oh, God. Man, everybody's on fire today. Oh, man. All right. Let's get, you know what? This is the perfect segment. Where's the love? All right. Let's, uh, let's see. I'm going to put a American Bam Bam on timeout. She started. God dang, man. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Where is the love? Why don't we go? Rob, you start first, man. Who you give it to? Two minutes. Let's go. Uh, whatever happened to the other uh, Wyatt brother, the real one, where has he gone? The guy who was supposed to be Uncle Howdy. Uh, I, I've said it before. They have not done anything with Bo Dallas, and they could have found a way to reintroduce him. Uh, a so, long time ago. So, uh, Rob, Rob did, did you see the pictures that surfaced this week with Bo and... Uh, Bray's kids? No, I didn't. Okay, so in all fair and honesty, there could be a factor here that Bo has been kind of around the family and doing things with the kids and that kind of stuff, and that would be the only reason I would see that he's away um, is because he's probably doing that, and that's only because that surfaced this week, and you just happened to break it up, so... That would be my guess. That and that's fair. That's fair. The other thing is, um, on AEW camp, the Hardys are jobbing hard. Uh, like they're as they should be every <laughs> damn match. And I'd like to see them have some sort of a push, whether they go do the broken gimmick again or do something, have some sort of cohesiveness. And uh, Matt Hardy, I don't know, maybe he needs slim fast. Fentanyl, not fentanyl. Wrong one, wrong one, wrong one, wrong one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of that diet pill that's out there. A Prozempic. That's the one. Oh, Ozempic. There was it. There was it. He needs to he needs to lose like a hardy. He's got like a whole little extra hardy he's carrying when he gets in the ring. He needs to Maybe the fentanyl. I don't know. <laughs> that was you know what? Everybody gets a cruise next week, all right? I'm going to host this by myself <laughs> next week, all right? Everybody else gets a cruise. I was looking for the word. You get the cruise. You get, everyone's tired. Oh, my God. Fentanyl, my Lord. All right. Let me go over to you. Uh, let's go to you, uh, Sin City. Uh, no, you know what? Matt Michaels, let's go to you. What was your uh, Where's the Love? Uh, where's the Love goes out to Pretty Deadly. Uh, Elton Prince's shoulder injury. Thank yes. God he could walk. I am so happy that he <laughs> he is back. And uh, oh my God, Kit Wilson. Uh, 
just cheating to win. It is fucking just textbook uh, heel yeah. stuff. It is just phenomenal. These guys have only been wrestling since 2015. So they, uh, and they've only been in WWE for like three years, I think. Uh, I think uh, somewhere around 2019, 2020 is when they came into UK. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and they, and they just got the new names within the last year. So <laughs> it's crazy uh, that they've just kind of, you know, built this uh, the way they have. Uh, the other uh, thing that I noticed is Bailey just does not get the love she deserves. She mm-hmm. is a fucking, uh, she is a national treasure. And that woman does everything right in terms of making all the other women look good. There's no doubt. Bailey is just phenomenal. Uh, she's come a long way from those fucking blow up <laughs> used Carmen sales tube fucking blowy things. Yeah. <laughs> right. And pretty soon Izzy's gonna be old enough to start wrestling Bailey. So, you know, I'm I'm sure if uh, AEW doesn't sign her up because they like signing uh, 12-year-olds apparently. <laughs> Uh, and putting them in in storylines with fifty year old men who spear them and and they should never get up. Gonna bang your mom. Yeah. Oh god, it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. <laughs> All right, this city, Steve, man, man, where is the love? You know, I am just. I'm gonna say it. Even though he regained his uh, one of his, you know, accolades this week, um, where is the love for Orange Cassidy? Okay, people still just look at this dude and see him strictly being a comedy, a comedy gimmick. Um, Fact is, uh, you know, some of the stuff that he does actually creates a disadvantage or handicaps him in the ring, such as, you know, the hands in the pockets. If you've tried to do anything with your hands in your pockets, yeah, it can get fucking weird. (laughs) Um, But honestly, the guy is an extremely good professional wrestler. Um, he's also shown that he is extremely dependable. Um, this week he filled in for John Moxley, who was not cleared. Um, it was advertised that it was Moxley versus Phoenix for the international title. Uh, Mox was not cleared. So, uh, they, uh, they turned and gave the shot to, uh, Orange Cassidy and Cassidy did obviously capture that championship again. Um, it was, it was a quick five minute match. Phoenix is beat up. He's probably going to take some time away. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it, it, it blows my mind that still there are swathes of the viewing audience mm-hmm. um, that just strictly view him as comedy. Where is the love for this dude as a legitimate professional wrestler? Let me ask you, was Ray supposed to have win the title in, in the first place? He wasn't no. right. Okay. No. So, no. so uh, we- Moxley, Moxley was knocked that was right. knocked for a loop and he, he called the audible in the ring. Yeah. Okay, got you. So wow. Interesting. That title's I mean, that title's cursed. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Let's jump right into it. Now, this should be good. Uh, it's gotta be some WTFs uh for the week here. So uh let's see. I am going to go with you, Matt Michaels. But I will say this: I was, I was happy that at least on uh, SmackDown that there was that uh, 
that standoff between Roman and Cody. But I'm not gonna lie. I, I wish I wish there could have been a little bit more of Roman's kind of just shrubbing off uh Jay. I want to see some interaction a little bit uh with that. And and when he came out, I was getting a little bit excited because I'm like, oh, what is this? What is this looks gonna be towards Jay? And that was just he was pretty much ignored. Uh the yeah, week you do you do realize it's all a setup that Jay is gonna turn on Cody. He's never left the bloodline. This will be the I third time they've it? done that. I, I could definitely. It. I think I broke DJ. Well, I I could I could <laughs> see that. I could see that, but I guess they're all gonna say that was all planned, huh? That would be the storyline. Yeah, of course. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, we'll see. We'll have to. We'll have to uh, come back to that. But yeah, it just trips me out though. Like. Uh, it was just totally ignored uh, because at fast lane, they both was in the same building too. And again, it was that time they didn't even run into each other. So I was like, huh, whatever. So maybe you got something there, man. I definitely see that happening later on, but I didn't know that they was, they would be starting that early already. Um, nevertheless, it's not about me. I don't know why I threw that in. It is about you, Mr. Matt Michaels. Tell us what do you got? WTS for the week. Uh, I definitely have to go with uh, all you AEW fans out there who uh, say uh, WWE doesn't have enough wrestling. It's all talk. And then Collision starts with 15 minutes of talk with six out of seven guys in the ring who are all WWE guys. So <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and then <clears throat> you, have, you have Juice Robinson do a stupid thing on fucking Tuesday. And then immediately on Saturday, you make sure you have the stand up to Jewish hate segment like early in the show. And then yeah, you let juice Robinson wrestle a fucking match on the show uh, or on, on rampage. I think it was against Daniel, uh, uh, Christopher Daniels. It, it just, it, Sometimes it just makes no sense. I, I, I just don't get it. Um, Dustin, so you're talking about the uh, battle royal, the, the ring battle royal. Dustin Reynolds, who is now in his mid-50s, says, <clears throat> I quote, a chance at a lifetime dream of mine to become the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> Remember when he was a little boy and AEW was thriving and he always wanted to be champion? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Come on. No one is sitting there going, uh, you know what? We should uh, retake that because it makes no fucking sense at all, Dustin. Uh, and, uh, oh, the pitcher and pitcher, Tony Storm, all of a sudden gone. So great. There's a fucking something that's interesting. And then it just goes to full screen and whatever fucking happened in that last part of that part one, I have no idea. No one does <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And uh, Steve collision and dynamite both ended with WCW endings with 9,000 people just coming out and just throwing punches 
and no one quite knows why anyone's doing anything. It's just, hey, let's put all these people out there. That really pisses me off because that is WCW crash booking 101. Yeah. Well, let's see what you think, Sin City, on this one. Uh, let's go to you, WTF. All right. So, obviously, uh, Michael's just mentioned the Juice Robinson promo. We are going to be bringing that up and discussing that in three count. But I genuinely, who greenlights that? I, I, I the, obviously, TK and MJF supposedly have gone on the record saying that, you know, they, they greenlit the, the line specifically. But what the fuck? Seriously. <laughs> right. Um, also, I, I, I'm very happy for Hikaru Shida becoming the first three-time AEW Women's World Champion. I don't want that to get lost in what I'm about ready to say. Okay. <laughs> but the booking decision to put the title on her on this Tuesday episode of Dynamite with no build whatsoever was absolutely what the fuck worthy in itself. <laughs> yeah. It was it was yet another thrown in women's match, your your token women's match of the two hour show. Um, and, you know, as we get further away from Wembley, I genuinely have to ask myself, did they really just put the title on Soraya only for that moment of her getting the title <sighs> in Wembley? Like, was there absolutely no other rationale behind it no. whatsoever? Okay. <laughs> yeah. It. It's fucking mind blowing. And then I agree with Matt Michaels. <laughs> hey, I, I, I think we're all in agreement on all of these. Um, yeah. And then lastly, you know, it was mentioned at the top of the show. You sign a multiple time world champion from another brand after he was with them for over 25 years. And of course, I'm talking about Adam Copeland. You market his debut match for a special night due to preemptions. You put it in the main event. That match goes 16 minutes. I'm not shitting you when I tell you that Luchasaurus controlled 80% of that fucking match. It made Copeland look weak as hell right out of the box. Also, yeah. they timed things perfectly. Just imagine that so that right as NXT faded to black, the dynamite overrun kicked in, and that's when Adam Copeland did his comeback, and that's an all-around what the fuck. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. Hey, Bye. hey, by the way, not only fuck Adam Copeland, but Jesus Christ, between when he got off uh WWE television, which was what a month ago, to now, he has gained 52 years. Because Jesus Christ, that man is he's I don't know, man. I, I don't know. What he whatever. doesn't have the WWE makeup team. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it could very well be. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or or maybe he just uh, is a fucking scumbag and it's just catching up to him. <laughs> well, you sell your soul to the devil, you know, just wow. saying. Well, out, of, out of all these wow. years that uh, we used to have um, uh, Jade saying fuck Adam Copeland, and, wow, it looks like it's uh, it's finally unanimous, huh? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not in the fuck Adam Copeland. Are you not in that? <laughs> okay. No, like, I, I'm, I'm just in the fuck the way that his debut was handled camp. Got you. Right, 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 right. So you're gotcha. in the... You it's all elderly wrestling he has Copeland. to fit in. No. 
What was Jim that? Jim Jacobs. Uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, usually all you'd all have to see go to like the Hudson Valley Civic Center to see all these people wrestle at the same time. <laughs> the Do you live in Poughkeepsie? <laughs> Do you want to see Jerry the King Lawler before he has another stroke? Come to the Hudson Valley Civic Center. <laughs> Featuring Adam the Edge, the Edge Copeland. Oh God, dude! Seriously, check out Jerry Lawler's picture this week, where he's got the gray goatee going. He looks like Edge because he looks <laughs> so fucking old. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't get puppies. All right, Rob, you got two minutes, man. You got any WTF this week? Uh, you know what? A little birdie told me that there was a war going on with the Middle East somewhere in the vicinity of Israel. What a perfect time to throw an anti-Semitic joke out there. Now, I'm a comedian. If we refer to something that we did earlier in a joke, we call that a callback. So the, there was a reference. This isn't didn't come out of thin blue. He didn't mention being the Jew boy being ridiculed uh, when he was doing the uh, cut with uh, CM Punk and then throwing quarters at him. So there was they didn't pull right. this out of thin air, but the timing could not have been worse. Absolutely right. Wait, wait, you're saying that on the so-called proclaimed by fans Tuesday night war that they shouldn't have done an anti-Semitic? No, no, yeah, that's pretty bad. And this is the second time they did that because they also did his bat mitzvah when he had the sunglasses on and he was the evil Jew with the bloodshot red eyes. If you go online, you can't find that picture anymore. It's been deleted across the internet. Uh, the other what the fuck is more of a general purpose one. Why is Christian Cage still running around with the dinosaur and a teenager? It made sense to have Luchasaurus around when they were part of Jurassic Express. Now you're a guy wearing a turtleneck with a dinosaur. Like, if you wanted to do like what they did with Negative 10, Preston Vance, and say, okay, we're going to unmask him, and we're going to have him be my heavy, fine. Why in the fuck is he still running around? And also, is he going to bang Wayne's mom? Because they've been floating that idea for two weeks now. Why doesn't he just do what he did to Lita and just bang or just do it like Edge did, just bang her out in the ring, take this 50-year-old woman and just finish her off in the ring? Dude, finish her off. And then go full racist with it. Throw the quarters at her like she's a whore and have MJF pick up the quarters. I mean, just Dude, if we're going to do this, go the whole way with it. You're, Beretta's mom. Beretta's mom should be driving the truck and filming it <laughs> in that van. I love it. I love it. Oh, God. You know? All right, Joe. <laughs> oh. All right. Boss comedy on social media. <laughs> Let's get right into what we're looking out for. It's got to be something we're excited for. Let's see. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Sin City Steve, I'll go with you, man. What are you looking out for? All right. So, yeah, this week we had Chris Jericho put over Powerhouse Hobbs like a motherfucker. I mean, it. this match was an extended squash. It went six minutes. Hobbs hit Jericho with at least five spine busters. Seemed like the match went fucking three times as long as it did. Um, but regardless... Jericho got pinned with Hobbs with his knee on his face. This has to be a, the 
the end of Chris Jericho as a main eventer. He's not going to be able to come back from taking a defeat like this. And also, I really want to see where they're going to take Hobbs with this mm. because they just gave him a monster win over a legend in the business. If they if they waste this push and what is realistically at his doorstep, this is another fumble of a big man by Tony Khan. He has a history with it. He mm -hmm. can book the little guys. We we know that he can book the 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 flip guys. You know all the spot fests, all the everything. I see your face, Matt. But the <laughs> fact is, the, the he whenever it comes to like a larger stature individual. He doesn't have a way to be able to book them. He's not been successful in booking anyone over 250 pounds in his promotion. Wait, you, what you the mean, fuck? You mean wiping out Matt Seidel in three seconds and then <laughs> weaving through the crowd is not great booking? <laughs> and By the way, is know, that supposed to be the only move that he does? I, that's, yeah, this was I, I guess so. Nothing else? I, I guess so, man. Yeah. You know, it... And also in, in the lookout, just really quick, yeah, CJ Perry is officially going to be back in a managerial capacity in AEW, but not for Miro. And if collision is any indication, Miro is just going to target whoever tries to get her services. In essence, we're building to a storyline where they get reunited to the surprise of absolutely no one. But. <laughs> You know what? There's something going on with Cuckold and those two because this is a theme Ab that's that's going absolutely. from company to company, which is really fucking weird. We we thought that it was a Vince thing or you know someone on WWE creative team. Question: Do no, I have a chance with CJ Perry now? now? <laughs> I'll take Man? sloppy seconds off Miro. It's still CJ Perry. Okay, Fast. I mean. Are we agreeing, Min, here? I think all three of us, all four of us would uh, be happy to, you know. I, you I'll know, back I, up. I've never been a fan of hers, to be honest. And I, I find her extremely fucking annoying. That's just me personally. Um, but what's interesting is I definitely would take seconds on Miro. Um, and they better be sloppy. Miro, sloppy. <laughs> All right, let me go to you, Rob. <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking out for, man? What are you, what are you... <laughs> I'm looking out for cum shots from Miro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> cum, cum shots from Miro. That's my favorite fucking Woody Allen film. Oh, my God. It's going to be great production values. We're going to have cum shots from Miro. It's going to be shot on the Lower West Side, and you're going to get the full feel of the Lower West Side, Coney Island, the whole nine yards. It's going to be wonderful. What part of my Lower West, West Side is it going to be? We're going to get to see his Coney and everything. His Nathan's hot dog. Um, what, what, I'm looking, what I'm looking for is proud and powerful. Uh, the duel between Santana and Ortiz. They're sending up this really bizarre bromance. It's really like this is like the Bronx Puerto Rican version of like Brokeback Mountain between these two. <laughs> like I just want to hear the guitar music. <laughs> I just can't get over you, mijo. You know, like I, I want to see. I want these these two guys are probably the one of the best tag teams to walk through AEW and have been wasted. Their Absolutely. best matches were against the Lucha Brothers and Impact Wrestling and AAA. 
Why the hell they've never used them to their full potential and put the straps on them, I don't know. So this is probably going to be a lead-up to them battling it out to realize they need to be a tag team and go for the gold. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Also, an impact guy from Ohio Valley Wrestling, OVE, was seen in that original scene on Collision. Jake Crist was one of the security guards. You saw the blonde comb-over guy. That's Jake Crist from OVE. So I guess he's got an AEW contract, or maybe, or maybe he's just like a talent, like a scout. And they're using Probably. him as enhancement talent. Yeah, but probably just extra work. Yeah. I would hope to see him in a ring. He's very good. Um, yes. Even on dark something. That's what I'm looking out for. Okay. Matt Michaels, man, what you looking out for? Unfortunately, it, what would happen is exactly what they've done to Willie Mack, right? You bring him in, you have him wrestle a great match, and then you probably won't ever hear from him again. It's just the this, this shit that they do with how they bring in people and then there's no build. Like if you, if you didn't know who Willie Mack was, who is this guy wrestling? It, that's the, that's the confusing thing that I don't forget the hair pick. Yeah. What was that? Don't forget the hair pick. He's got that Afro. Oh, (laughs) come on, man. Willie's, Willie's our guy here, man. Love him. Um, Definitely uh, looking out for uh, Gargano and Champa. DIY is back, and I am very, very interested to say what happens with this. Um, very well could be a push to the uh, tag titles at some point here. Uh, I definitely also am uh, very interested in the fact that Paul Heyman down at NXT was talking to one Ava rain bloodline, maybe getting a new piece of blood. Hmm. I'm just saying it'd be nice. Yeah. Because there's no more. It's the, the, uh, whatever the fuck they were called. The Nia Jax. Oh, well, Nia Jax, whatever. She's blood. She is. She is blood. And you can you can just ask her about her hole, and oh. her hole definitely could tell you about the blood. Oh. Nah, that's too easy. Um, <laughs> too easy. Um, all right. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> that's oh, that's that's right. That's right. That's right. She was in the jism. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thanks, Jim. We forgot that she was in Jism. <laughs> the Rock's um, daughter. I just provided Vegas bad boys with a lethal injection. <laughs> all right. That's, I think we can all say smackdown was the winner for the entire week all right we're finishing done thanks for everyone watching god bless good no okay all right well uh, my bad let me then run over to you rob what was your what was the best show for this week it was smackdown it 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 ran away with it uh do i think cena was as over as when the rock came back no but he's still freaking over let's not let's not mince it you know if if the rock was 100 cena's like 85 He's got 85% of the audience. And you know what? For WWE, that's good. Um, 
I I loved Jade Cargill's entrance. Um, I kind of felt, and again, when uh, Nick Aldis came in, he was like, "Hello, I'm Nick. I'm British." Hi, hello, I'm Nick. I'm British. I'm the manager here. The other guy was the manager too, but now he's not anymore. And he got that's a promotion for WWE. Didn't you run both shows? That was entertaining in its stupidity. The that <laughs> I sat there for ten minutes trying to figure this out, like that meme with the old white lady, with, like with the math equations around her. Like, how is it that half is now a promotion? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was it was good. Uh, the matches are good. La Knight uh, has to work on cutting promos. They deliberately cut him short. Right now he's got catchphrases, but he's fucking over. And he's good. He's in the ring. His ring uh, his ring work is good. I'm very entertained. He's entertaining. His his movements in the ring, everything that he does is good. Um, I'm entertained with the fact that they did what they did because, yeah, he's right. Matt's right. They, they could uh, have, you know, Jay screw over Cody. We don't know. Or they could, he could just keep the belt and do it straight up. We don't know. Uh, I, I'm very intrigued. I like everything that they did with SmackDown because it's long-term storytelling. It's not one of these AEW like one jobbers, and then it's like, this is gonna AEW. This is bad. It's over. Well, what about next week? No. Doesn't she want to like you know fight for the chance to get the belt back? No. <laughs> we'll put Tony Storm in a vignette. Oh, commercial. State Farm, like a good neighbor. Like... So SmackDown. Yeah. SmackDown. All right. SmackDown. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's go over to you, Matt Michaels. Man, what was the uh? The best show for you. Uh, first, let me just say that also with Tony Storm, I think that it's a crying shame that not only was it entertaining, but at the same time, you had. Hey, pause. You said something on AEW was entertaining. Record this. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, pause it. Uh, Timestamp 145. <laughs> that, that's the whole thing. If you add entertainment and it's entertaining, that's great. That's That makes it great. But the biggest thing about it, though, is that she's one of your best characters and talkers right now, and you have her doing a fucking silent film. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Nothing wins. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, NXT. NXT. Um, mm. you know, the 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 whole the whole idea of uh you know having these big uh presence there, um it just it, it brings something extra to the idea of this young, uh, hungry bunch of, of people are about to go to that next level. Um, to see The Undertaker come out and choke slam Braun was fucking great um, because we haven't seen the American badass Undertaker since uh, probably Steve was probably in puberty, right? <laughs> you know somewhere close to you know 20 some odd years ago so <laughs> they didn't I'm have assuming. time to put makeup on let's be real <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean you know uh having cena come out there and uh you know tell the the crowd that this is what it's about and you know the 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 energy down there and that all of them want to participate down there because it's such an exciting place to be. Um, you know, it just it was a, a great use. And regardless if you're uh, trying to 
you know, beat the other company or whatever it is the motive is, the honest answer is this is something that works. So continue to, to bring in these kind of talent down there because it's great development and that's what they are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sin City, best in show. All right. So um, I uh, obviously I'm going to be the only the voice of dissension, uh, AEW Dynamite. But basically, um, the thing that really stood out to me, uh, I'm going to take my minute 50. And uh, the thing that really stood out to me was just how much tribalism we saw in the in the overall wrestling community uh, over the past 10 days. And, you know, it's, it's getting fucking toxic. Um, you know, it, it's, it's not a good thing uh, for everybody to be in an us versus them mentality. And, you know, if my view on it is, if I'm not a fan of something, then I'll just, I won't watch it. And I won't really make too much, too many comments about it. Um, so that's, that's my thing. But so many people online are just going crazy about, you know, oh, well, why didn't you do this? Why didn't they do that? And it just enjoy the fucking product that's on TV. Whatever one you're watching, whether it's AEW, whether it's WWE, just enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, then change the channel. But, you know, there's no reason to actively despise something that you're watching when it's professional wrestling. Just my thought. Okay. No doubt, no doubt. With that, we are going to be ending this program and then jumping over into our three count where we have three good topics. It's below the scroll if you're watching us. And if you're just listening, just make sure you download Tuesday's episode so you can be a part of it. Some of it, we talked about it already, you know, uh, the MJF Juice Robinson uh, quarters angle. We got to talk about that a little bit more and just see, you know, what everyone thinks about that and just some other great topics. So make sure you, you with us there. So with that, uh, is, is this our sloppy seconds? Is that what it is? <laughs> oh, That's God. the new name of the said the second segment, sloppy segments. <laughs> the bad boys are going to give you their sloppy seconds. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, don't be surprised if that's if that's the topic that starts off uh, next week instead of too sweet for the week, it'd be uh the floppy for the week. <laughs> oh, sloppy boy. seconds are too sweet. Oh man. All right. Let me get out of here. Uh thank you everyone. We appreciate you and we'll see you uh in just a moment for everybody that's watching this live. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.